The Gospel today is from the book of John, the sixth chapter. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of God. Of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you, Brian, for reading that scripture so meaningfully this morning. Grace and peace to you, friends in Christ. One of my favorite television shows, and perhaps you're familiar with it, it's on PBS and now on Netflix, is called The Great British Baking Show. It's a competition of 15 amateur bakers from around Great Britain. Britain, and they're competing to become Britain's best amateur baker, and each week there is a star baker. I love the show because there's a warm camaraderie, there's humor and laughter, and there's just a positive feeling. But I also love how I get to learn about different pastries and cakes and cupcakes and bagels and pies and strudels from all over the world. Over all the many, many weeks, the 10 seasons, the 15 weeks, there's one week, however, that always comes up and is a favorite. And that's bread week. Bread is a favorite of one of the judges, and there are so many kinds of breads. There's, you know, the regular yeast bread, there's baguettes, there's sourdough, there's soda dough, there's sweet dough, there's savory dough, and there's so many steps making bread. You knead it. You proof it. That means rise. I learned that. You rest it. You shape it. Yes, bread is a classic baked item. 
Everyone loves to watch it being made, and even more, to eat it. Recently, during the pandemic, bread took on a new meaning. Remember hearing about this? How people started just baking bread in their homes when they were, we were locked down and had to stay home? In fact, bread baking became so popular, the stores were often sold out of yeast and flour. And a lot of people learned the sourdough method because it doesn't take yeast. But the best part about this bread making was people didn't keep it to themselves. They shared it. Perhaps you received a loaf of bread from a neighbor. Uh, Robert Hawke, a minister in Great Britain, recalls that his neighbor Nancy called him out from her garden one day and handed him a freshly baked sourdough bread loaf. It was still warm from the oven and it smelled so great. And then she said, I'm sorry it's not possible for us to visit as we would like in this time. But perhaps this bread can be a sign of a future table we can share as neighbors. A future table, bread passing on love, care, connection, and concern during a pandemic. Bread, a symbol of a hope and a future for deeper connections. Yes, bread is a universal and fundamental element eaten and made across the world. In Christianity, in our faith, bread is an element in our communion table when we share Christ's body and blood. In the Jewish faith, they eat unleavened bread to remember and symbolize the escape from Egypt. But the making of bread also has a gift and a power because it's a form of self-expression, of communication, and it's a form of healthy distraction and stress relief. Some of us bake, some of us knit, some of us crochet. Bread baking and those kinds of activities are good for our mental health. Well, when we hear of the benefits of bread, I think it's no surprise that today Jesus makes this statement to his disciples. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus is the bread of life with all those dimensions and characteristics. Jesus uses bread to teach us about who he is and who God is. We need stuff like bread. We needed a Jesus to come to earth. We need to taste the bread. We need to drink the wine. We need to use water in baptism. So why bread? Why bread? I thought, I thought about this. This is just my own thought. about how about three reasons, three aspects of bread that make it a good way for us to think about and know God. First of all, bread is simple. It's simple. Water, flour, yeast, salt. Jesus' message as well is simple. It's love and grace. 
You know, over and over again, we tend to complicate our lives, don't we? We think we need this. We overthink that. We need more, more, more. We think we should do this. But it comes down to the simple message that Jesus loves us and gives us grace. What can be more simple than sharing bread with our neighbors? Symbol of love and grace. Bread is simple. Second, bread is useful. Our bodies use the bread to sustain us, but not just so we can exist, but so we can be used to do God's good work in the world because there are so many hungry and in need of extra help. Bread is something we can share with our neighbors. Here in Mount, at Mount Olivet, the loaves and fishes feeds about 100 people a meal every week. And many of you volunteers work hard to get that food out to those who are hungry. Next Saturday, the Blues, Brews, and Barbecue event will raise thousands of dollars for PRISM to help feed and shelter folks who have life circumstances we cannot barely understand. Most of us have almost always had enough. Be sure to check out how you can participate in Blues, Booze, and Barbecues, whether it's an online gift, whether it's coming to the event, or participating in the silent auction that's online. And I'll have you know, one of the silent auction items is a free loaf of bread from Breadsmith every month. Yes, bread is simple, and bread is useful. And I think Jesus wants us to be sure with the bread of the world that all are fed and treated justly in our world. Third, bread is nourishing. Bread is nourishing in multiple ways. Sarah Miles tells the story of how she was feeling lost. She was feeling alienated. I know we've all had times like that. Where is God? Why is this happening? She was in one of those places and wandered into a worship service and was simply handed communion. In the midst of her near despair, she tasted the bread. And instantly for Sarah, she felt God was with her. In the taste of the salty breadcrumbs in her mouth, as they dissolved, her body knew that God was with her in a way she could not imagine. She felt that power and force of goodness that God can give us when grace feels alive, and she left the church nourished in a new way. God's bread nourishes us when we pray, when we hear God's word, when we share communion, when we remember God is with us. Communion has certainly tasted a little different this year, hasn't it? In those little tiny breadcrumbs we eat. But God's grace and spirit are present to fuel our spirit and souls to live as God's people in the world. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. Bread is simple, bread is useful, bread nourishes us. And Jesus gives us this better bread. 
this bread that is not just physical but spiritual. The salt commentary puts it this way, physical food has its place, but there's another kind of nourishment essential to our well-being that God provides us. You see, Jesus wants to draw us into a higher, deeper, more genuine form of human life, a life where we abide in God as God abides in us. And this is the life we were made for. This is the true bread we hunger and thirst for. It is a deeply relational, emotional, intellectual, existential trust and a bone-deep sense that God loves us and cares for us. And because of that nourishing bread that God loves and cares for us, we have a consequent impulse, a consequent impulse to live with love, gratitude, and grace. I am the bread of life, Jesus says. Simple bread, useful bread, nourishing bread. Bread so we can be bread to shape a world where there is no more hunger and families are fed one day at a time. Like those bakers during the pandemic, we can share whatever kind of bread we have and resources as God calls us to do because we are nourished by God. This week, may you think about bread. Tune in to the British Baking Show if it's uh, not a good time to go outside. May you find nourishment at communion this morning. And may you allow the bread of life to guide you into living a life full of sharing and caring and loving others with the passion and grace that Jesus first gives to us. May you remember always the promise, dear friends, that Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Amen.